0: Welcome to the Mental Health Food Camp Podcast! Woohoo! This is a podcast where four psychotherapists, three of us Canadian, one of us American, serve you cutting-edge mental health knowledge. I'm Dr. Ryan Howes, a psychologist from Pasadena, California.
1: And I'm Dr. Brooke Lewis, a registered clinical counselor from Coquitlam, BC, Canada.
2: And I am Joanna Boyd, a registered clinical counselor from Port Moody.
3: I'm Chris Boyd, psychotherapist from Coquitlam.
0: Welcome, everybody. Glad to be back. Glad to be serving our cutting-edge mental health knowledge with you together. It's been a while, but uh, gosh, it's nice to see you again. Yeah, it's been a while. Um,
3: last, uh, last week, we were at a, a play. In downtown Vancouver,
0: called uh, "Come from Away." Come from Away. What is that about, Chris?
3: Well, Ryan, have you ever heard of uh, during September 11th? The, there, were, of course, all the planes were grounded. The airspace in the United States was closed. Yes. So, 38 planes landed in Gander, Newfoundland. Gander. So, Gander. Okay. So, Gander, um, has the population is about 9,000 people, and on these 38
0: planes were 7,000 people. Oh, yeah, wow, okay. Um, so, um, so they landed, yeah, they, they landed, they were like in the in flights during the attacks on 9 11, and they had to be diverted. I take it they were. Maybe they're headed to New York or somewhere somewhere in the States and they just had to land there. That's right. Yeah. So
3: um, I think 8,000 people landed in Vancouver, but Vancouver is a city of 2.2 million people. So, of course, the city absorbed those, those folks. But for the 7,000 people in Gander, uh, the whole town had to rally around and uh, take all these people in and make sure they're well fed and, and sh- showed them a tremendous amount of hospitality down to the finest detail. So all uh, based on a true story, there's a documentary out there too. And um, yeah. we're actually recently in Newfoundland and can uh, speak to the amazing hospitality and, and just the, the fun loving culture out there.
0: Wow. That sounds- indeed, Fantastic. And it's a play.
1: It play- is musical? a musical. Um, so it's uh, really well done, catchy tunes, easy to follow, fun, impactful. Really, really well done. Yeah. So there is the documentary is called You Are Here, but we're trying to send it to Ryan and uh, it looks like it might not be available in the U.S., which is too too bad. Yeah, yeah. uh, The musical has been on Broadway, I think, for Mm -hmm. a little while. I think it's just about to leave Broadway Um, and obviously it impacts both of our, our great countries. So that's too bad that it's not uh, there for you guys.
3: Yeah. So so they had like a 10th anniversary um, ceremony and 2,500 people that were originally um, from, or that were landed in in Gander returned
0: for this ceremony. Oh, wow. And um, they felt such a bond to the, the locals, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And to their experiences there. They were there for like five days. Um but wow. yeah, and
2: even part of the World Trade Center is actually in Gander. They kind of sent a
0: piece up there as a, a piece
3: of steel. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Yes, I wanted to see that documentary, but uh, it's not available here yet. So, if we have any any people from Netflix or HBO or Apple TV listening to us right now, please. the rights to this documentary i really want to see it and uh and i'd love to see the musical too it sounds like a lot of fun i mean anything positive that could i mean i know it's 9 11 is such an incredible tragedy but it sounds like they made something you know uh, really sweet and and uh and and kind out of that experience didn't they Mm
3: -hmm. big time
0: yeah i think the folks that um stayed there the um
3: Newfoundlanders didn't want any money or compensation. They refused to take anything. But I guess there was a little box, a money box of some kind that someone put out. And they counted it after $60,000 of donations. Wow. There was a million-dollar scholarship set up as well. Wow. Um, Yeah, just incredible stories like that. Um, Just trying to honor the hospitality and positivity of the Newfoundlanders.
0: Gander. What a name, too. (laughs) <laughs> it's great. It's a really cool, really cool story. I like that. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, I don't know. I mean, of course, to, to us Americans, the Canadians are already known for their their kindness and uh, generosity and hospitality. But this kind of goes above and beyond, doesn't it?
1: it yeah, it really does. It really does. It makes me yeah feel like I should be a better Canadian after attending and watching. I am not nice or hospitable enough.
0: Newfoundland <laughs> uh, is nice hospitable. That's a funny thing. Yeah. It's it's, it's it, in, a, in an earlier podcast we were talking about how to make friends, and Brooke, you said something about how Canadians are are pol- polite, polite, but not friendly necessarily. Yeah. And this this sounds like a, a town in Newfoundland where they were both. Yeah. For sure that sounds great. I love it. Well, all right. Do we have any, uh, any sort of mental health things we could talk about here? Anyone have a banter
1: or as a question, I think Chris has a (laughs) topic.
0: Oh, he does. Does he? Where's my phone? You're going to do. Oh, good. Great. Well, I'll send that down to you. Why don't you send this down across the border and we'll see what we're going to talk about tonight. I'm not sure if we talked about this. I don't think we have, but... Oh, boy. Sleep hygiene. Come your way. Okay.
1: Curious if it's the one that I thought maybe...
0: Okay. Here we go. In the cult classic new movie, What About Bob... Doctor Leo Marvin tells his patient Bob to take a vacation from his problems. Have you ever suggested a client take a vacay? Is taking a vacation generally beneficial, or can it lead to issues? Okay, a vacation. Are we going to talk now?
1: about this for an hour. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Oh, doesn't need to, to be for an hour.
3: Enough, enough there. No, well, no.
1: I'm curious well i'm sure we will fill the hour but i
3: think there's a lot of components to this
1: okay such as
3: well i don't want to play my hand so to speak ryan often mentions that but um obviously the question is would we ever recommend a client take a vacation i think that's going to be a very um it's going to depend on the client mm-hmm. i believe based on circumstances and personality traits and characteristics. I think there's some circumstances where it might be beneficial, some that it won't. There's components of traveling that might be stressful. I think there's Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot that we can jump into here.
1: I think I recommended today that my client took a vacation. Like I think literally my second client today, but not in those words. I said, what are your vacation days like? Like what's remaining for this year? And. Have you thought about, because um, we have September long, there's like Labor Day weekend. I think you guys have Labor Day as well, right? Yes. So he was going to uh, like take the Friday off to make it a four day. And yep. then he was talking about taking the Tuesday off to make an extra one. So I was like, well, have you thought about maybe just taking the week? Maybe like take four of your vacation days and take a week and you just like hit a goal or a not a goal, but uh, a big work project, a big step just completed and kind of yeah. at the end of the, the sprint, you know? So we talked about that and whether or not you would want to, or if it would make sense. And there's so obviously you don't want to uh, abuse your authority or power in those types of recommendations. So it's yeah. like a, something to explore.
3: So did you recommend a staycation or an actual like go away vacation?
1: Not being at work.
3: not being at work.
1: So I don't think this client would go away for those days. I think this client would stay at home.
3: And were you concerned that the client was getting burnt out a bit or just needed that time just to rejuvenate? Yeah.
1: So there's been some somatic symptoms showing up um, in the morning, like before work, indicating maybe the anxiety isn't being, like it's been build and and blow, but not really blowing, like um, it's seeping out, it's manifesting.
0: What's build and blow?
1: build and blow the pop bottle when you, the, the stress, the anxiety, the tension, the things you're not saying are building, 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 and then you blow up.
0: Ah, okay. There we go.
1: Right. Uh, Not quite a build and blow situation, but manifesting seeping out into, in the mornings. So yeah, this client also is like a very hard worker and has like all these vacation days that haven't been used. Sure. Like from last year as well. You know, so there's, you know, a little space from work might not be a bad thing.
3: I'm curious if he's actually going to embrace that downtime or if he's going to find it uneasy. I mean, he's so used to,
1: yeah,
0: you know, that hard work mentality, right? right.
1: We've been working on that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, to define terms, which we do here, right? Um, one. So
1: like, what is a vacation?
0: Well, it's interesting because when, when what i recall from the movie uh what about bob Bob? um leo marvin the doctor is he's going on a vacation and he's trying to tell bob that he's going on vacation and like he's going to be away from the practice for a while and bob's a little anxious about that he's like oh no what am i going to do without you and then leo says why don't you take a vacation from your problems and he doesn't mean, this is the whole joke of the movie, he doesn't mean literally taking a vacation with Dr. Leo Marvin. He just means, like, leaving your problems behind. Like, why don't you just kind of suppress it, you know, push push your problems out of your mind for a while and, um, and not think about it, basically, for a while. Uh, until I come back from my vacation, then we can talk about it again. Uh, but then... Again, the joke is Bob joins Dr. Leo Marvin on his vacation and that's that's where hilarity ensues. But, uh, uh, so Chris, are I guess I'm wondering, are you talking about actual vacations like Brooke is talking about, like taking vacation days and going on a trip? Do we suggest that people do that or do we do what Leo Marvin at least intended and say, hey, maybe you should just not think about your problems for a while?
3: Good question. Um- see the way I perceived I've seen that movie in such a long time but pretty iconic <clears throat> iconic movie is that I thought he was encouraging him to also take a vacation. Maybe he was uh, from his problems but also just take some time away not intending that you know Bob track him down and and uh, whatnot but, but I think you might be right though is within the context of the movie he was saying take a vacation from your problems. he didn't like that try to track him down but uh, for this podcast I meant, just taking a vacation like a good old traditional vacation not working either uh, staycation or going away somewhere
0: okay i i just and i'm splitting hairs here but I, I know that with with some folks there's you know one technique that some people will use sometimes if someone worries a lot they'll say well let's schedule your worry time and so oh if, yeah you know why don't you you know every sunday at 4 p.m., you get to worry for half an hour. And that'll be your your worry time for the week. And then otherwise during the week, you're kind of taking a vacation from your worries or or stepping back from your worries and saving that until your, your scheduled worry time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of compartmentalizing that a bit. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. these worries
3: and concerns can dominate your mind all day. So said you're like, let's schedule some time that is your time to delve into it to process to worry as much as you want almost um, you know allowing yourself to, to go there and then after that um, focus on other aspects of your of your life absolutely
0: okay yeah. well, you're talking about literal vacations so i'm 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 down with that do we ever recommend that joe what do you what do you do with that
1: um
2: i definitely have suggested it um i think it's just if it's come up more like I had a client who was talking about not being able to see her mom who lives in the States. Um, and she works a lot. There's a lot of stress here. And so she's striving, wanting that connection time with her mom. So I kind of asked, do you have any time off coming up or some, you know, like a chance to take a vacation to help kind of with that aspect, like it would do, do you good in that way. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I've, I've suggested it. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing so. I don't think I'm suggesting that clients just, I think this people just need self care in some ways, or they just need a little bit of a break or to, but I know that doesn't solve anything because you come back and things are the way they are. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's something to think about. Um, yeah. I don't know.
3: I feel that sometimes clients, like the anticipation of vacation often, is better than the vacation itself. I found that not necessarily clients, but friends or family. Oh, yeah. So you, I you, think there's you,
2: a, yeah. No, there's just a lot of people who, it's something to look forward to, right? So they're like, yeah, hey, it's got to get through this next bit of work or life, and here's this big trip, and it's so exciting. And I think sometimes there's the risk that they kind of, Now that that trip's done, they kind of might get a bit low or they might feel like there's nothing to look forward to a little bit. So I think you got to be careful there a little bit. But um, I think people totally like to look forward to those things. So it could bring some joy. Um, But you're right. I'm sure there is some argument to say that maybe the anticipation is part of the best part, just like Christmas, the anticipation of Christmas. Um, It might be better than the vacation itself, but I'm sure you could argue both ways.
3: Yeah, so maybe trying to assess that a bit. Make sure mm-hmm. that their anticipation is not over the top there. That's realistic. But on the on the flip side of things, often there's a lot of worry and anxiety about certain elements of it. I definitely have a client I could think of who anytime vacation is brought up, he, he gets quite stressed about that as he starts to focus on the packing element of it and and uh, the plane travel or um, all the issues that may happen, right? So I think in those circumstances on the other end of the spectrum where you're almost overly concerned about what may happen.
0: Let's let's step back and, and think about what, what a vacation does as far as someone's mental health, right? I mean, I think we're talking a lot about, I guess, stepping away from work stress, right? But, uh, but there are other elements of that as well, right? Uh, and, and again, some could be positive, some could be negative. Um, I work for myself, right, for example. And when I when I take a vacation, uh, of course, I, I, I like taking vacations, those are, those are a lot of fun, but I don't have vacation pay. I don't have uh, vacation days set aside. Um, there's a financial concern about just, just taking time away from work. That's, that's one, one thing that, that kind of goes into the mix. Uh, let alone the the cost of the uh, the vacation itself, but but I do take them because there are other benefits that uh, that I find are important from vacations. So, what do you think is beneficial about vacationing in general?
2: Going somewhere new, exploring something, having a fun experience, yeah, play, right, joy, play. yeah, relaxation. Depending Not on your connection,
3: doing. right? Connection. You, get to, you travel to see someone or you travel with people. Often, uh, everyday lives can be quite busy. So, you get to spend some quality time with those individuals.
1: Or you meet new people who are also traveling. Yeah. And that can be fun.
3: But I, I, but I think that comes down to preference, though, right? Yeah. Because my ideal vacation might be very different from yours, Ryan, right? Yeah. Um, so, it depends on what elements that you're hoping to kind of tap into.
1: Which is good, right? And also like, yeah, staycation um, might not be as much novelty, but for people who like to be productive around the house, you can get some of the things off your to-do list or you can just let your nervous system reset. You don't have to get to the things on your list. You can just like go where the wind takes you for a week and still be in the comfort of your own home and um, get curious about something or... Sure. Tap into a hobby or an interest that you haven't been able to indulge in for a while, catch up on sleep, watch something funny, see a friend, you can still connect that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that there is still a lot of benefit to staycation opposed to a traditional go somewhere new yeah. kind of vacation. There
3: can also be novelty there too because we live in Vancouver and I know yeah. people you go want- and go into the city or check out different neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yep if if you if you, if want. you want to yeah. yeah
1: so growing up my my family were not travelers vacationers my dad had the same two weeks off the last week of july first week of august those were his weeks off in the in the summer and then he had like christmas i think he only had four weeks off in the year so we took the two in the summer and uh, we didn't go anywhere we didn't leave our neighborhood we didn't explore areas of vancouver if we were lucky we went to the beach one or two days which was Sassamat. And uh, we would be home by 1230 so that we could be around the house. Like there was you just so for me, I, I do enjoy staycations as an adult because I've learned how to embrace that, I think, throughout my whole life, you know. So, yeah, I think there's just a variety of people out there and you can really just lean into so many opportunities when it comes to vacationing.
0: I always find that when I take a vacation, whether it's a staycation or, uh, or traveling somewhere, that it, it helps me get a better uh, a perspective, uh, a balance on, in my life. Like, just to know that there, oh, wow, life goes on in other places other than Pasadena, California. You know, there's, there are other, <laughs> other things out there, um, things to appreciate, people to meet, things to enjoy. Um, you know, when I, when I have a day on a vacation, when I'm going to a forest or a museum or wherever it might be, it's like, ah, yeah, this exists in the world too. Because I think one of the problems, at least with the Western idea of, of life is that work is kind of the center point oftentimes, and we all kind of navigate around our work life. And, uh, and can get really, I guess, almost brainwashed into thinking that's all there is in life or, you know, there's work and then there's the people around us and then there's the weekend and then we go back to work. But taking a vacation kind of helps us step back and say, oh, wow, there's a lot more to life than that. And I think a lot of people, myself included, oftentimes come back from a vacation with sort of a resolution in mind of like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do this with my life. Uh. You know, I want I want to have more leisure time or I want to you know explore more areas in my neighborhood or wherever that might be. And I think that's very very healthy just to have that that sense of the, the, the how broad and 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 deep the world really is. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, I think there's certain countries that are trying to
3: emphasize that more, right? Encouraging people like shorter work weeks and more vacation
0: time or mandatory vacation time. Oh. Sweden. Sweden's one of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Europe in general just does this so much better than we do. You know? mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, like it, yeah.
1: It's about life. It's not about work.
0: Yeah. So much of Europe just takes August off and, you know, <laughs> they work their 30 to 35 hour work weeks and they just have balance in their life, much more so than than at least my culture where where being busy is like the most Socially acceptable pathology, you know, it's, it's a good thing. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Well, is that really healthy for you, though? Yeah. Yeah. So true. A yeah, different, uh, different take on it.
3: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Europe's great for that because you can hop on a plane for 30 minutes and <laughs> you touch down and different architecture and history and language and cuisine and beer, like you name it music. So exactly. yeah, you can uh, really make the most of uh, a vacation, it seems.
0: Uh, Brooke, you mentioned that you just today recommended someone utilize their vacation time. Like when working with a client, what what might be some signs that you, or some things you might hear from them that would make you think, hmm, maybe this person needs a vacation. Maybe, maybe that's something they need a little nudge on here to take that vacation.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And so for this client yeah, there's been increased like irritability, um, emotional resiliency has been a little lower and yeah, the somatic stuff coming up in the morning. Yeah. So physically some physical symptoms were showing up in the morning that, uh, pretty sure like he deduced himself that it was probably due to work stress because they're showing up like monday mornings and they're showing up after a stressful work email like it's connect he's he deduced that well so that was a big indicator and then for this specific client it was again just seemed like a perfect time because there was this big looming big step that had to happen for a project and that step was going to be completed is complete is completed today or tomorrow or something. Yeah. So it would line up really well as for workload. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually being proactive instead of reactive if you were to take one now. Yeah, but others, yeah, I think the, the signs that I look for are like um, neglect of care of self and um, not engaging in hobbies or interests because there is fatigue. So really just looking for kind of signs of burnout, mm-hmm. um, not eating or sleeping well, irritability increased, not experiencing as much joy challenges, getting out socially. Like when all of those things really escalate, I'm like, uh, might want to think about this.
3: Yeah. It seems like if, um, if someone goes, Oh, I haven't used my vacation time or I have tons of vacation time. that keeps on rolling over. That's an indicator clear for sign me. that. Wait a
0: minute here. I'm, I'm like, like,
1: why aren't you taking vacations? Why yeah. aren't you taking time off work?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. Well, that's, that makes, makes good sense. I mean, it, it, again, it's, it's about balance then it sounds like it's about, you know, when someone feels like their life is out of balance and they're, they're kind of overly focused on the work and, uh, and they're noticing physical symptoms of that. Yeah. Physical, emotional, relational symptoms.
3: Sure. Yeah. Then uh, again, it kind of comes down to preference, right? Yeah. Trying to find, if I was going to have that conversation with the client, it'd be, well, what would an ideal vacation look like for you? Mm -hmm. Because uh, often to, to broadly talk about two categories is some people liked to go to Europe or go on an adventure of some kind and learn and kind of busy days and, Brothers like just sit on a beach, right? or just be in nature somewhere. Yeah, uh, obviously, lots of other options in there, but those are two yeah, broad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. categories I keep on hearing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think um I think it's kind of helpless for some clients to be talking about what are you going to be doing on this vacation. So for people who work a lot and are very work focused, they may not know what to do on vacation. Like if they take time off work yeah, they're and they're not good they at go relaxing mm-hmm. away, then how I'm um, like, that's actually could seem scary to them. Yeah. So helping navigate that a little bit. And, um, for this client, for the client today, like, cause it's heads up where we don't want to be on the highway to burnout town. We also talked about how, Hey, you know what, if you do do this, if you take these days off the first day or two or three, you might be really exhausted or out of sorts, or like just you might not be full of of zest in those first couple of days as your body's replenishing, and that's normal. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: totally. And also the um, for those who do work a lot, um, talking about whether they're going to have their phone with them or take their laptop yes. with them.
1: Yeah, work boundaries.
3: Because I've, I have a client who works a lot. We talked about the importance of taking a vacation. He was looking forward to, it. he was attached to his phone the whole time and uh, checking emails and he got sucked into some work calls and stuff like that. So before we took another vacation, we talked about that and maybe um, communicating that to his, his company as well, that he's going to be off the grid and not to reach out unless it's an absolute
0: emergency, right? Okay. Sure. And I guess, I guess it's as good a point as any to point out the fact that, uh, that we recognize that not everyone's able to take vacation. Right. Yes. Yeah. That, that in itself is a, is a privilege that a lot of people don't have, uh, for financial reasons or whatever their, their work situation might be. So the ability to, to be able to step away from work and, um, And relax, or have an adventure, or something like that, is is not something available to everybody.
2: It's almost uh, being mindful of maybe your client situation before asking, because
3: yeah,
2: it might be a bit of a slap in the face if you're like, well, obviously I would take a vacation if I could, but yeah, I have to work two jobs and I have to take care of the kids, and it's way too expensive, and yeah, who knows?
3: Yeah, very good point.
2: Yeah,
1: but or they are using to... those vacation days for something else. Like if um, a family member is in ill health, and there's a lot of appointments or uh-huh. um, needing to support or care give somebody, um, yeah, then people often use their vacation days for for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. And, and again, and some people, you know, the, the idea of a, we talk about a staycation as an option that, that may just be the choice, you know, if they're going to have some time off, then that will be the, their time off and, and knowing how to, I guess, make the most of that is another, another bit to this vacation thing. Right, Chris? Yeah. Big time for
3: sure. Cause sometimes, um, you know, there's definitely elements, Um, that can be consistent right you know another part of this too is is who you're with versus where you are Mm -hmm. so it might be more about just connecting with friends and family you still get out into nature maybe do something you wouldn't typically do on a weekend you know so
1: something indulgent a little right
3: yeah um Mm -hmm. i think there's lots of options there that
0: could be explored absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. i mean and and even Again, having the, the the privilege to be able to, to choose is 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 wonderful and I'm grateful for that. But uh, there are some times when I'd like to take, you know, have a, a social vacation like I did about six weeks ago to go and visit you guys. Right. It was just a very let's go hang out and let's talk and, and uh and do some things together. There are times when I've taken solo vacations. There are times when I've I've Wanted the the vacation where I just sit and don't do anything for a few days, and then some vacations where I want to see every site and every <laughs> museum and every you know point of interest in a in a new uh, city. So sometimes that varies from person to person or from from month to month, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
3: um, there's also yeah, there's lots of clients out there that experience anxiety when it comes to travel, right? And um, mm-hmm. as for vacation, it can be a very anxiety-provoking situation. So maybe logically they may understand that taking some time off would be important, but there's a lot of fear there. Uh-huh. So often that would become the focus of therapy too. So maybe dealing with that anxiety in regard to flying, for instance, or, um, or just being away from work, not connected to work. Yeah. Um, I think that can become a focal point at times. Very true. Very true. Yeah. We're trying to manage all those situations that may happen that you're not in control of, or because um, the last thing you want is for someone to go on vacation and for it to be very, very stressful for them. Mm-hmm. They come back and feeling pretty burnt mm-hmm. out or frustrated by that, right?
1: And ultimately, it's not our choice to make. Yeah. It's just, yeah, raising awareness. Hey, have you maybe thought about taking some time off work? This is what I'm noticing could be helpful what are your thoughts on that obviously it's your choice mm-hmm. yeah nothing super direct right like yeah. a doctor's note chris must take all vacation days immediately
3: yeah no i think i would be very cautious about recommending vacation like overtly mm-hmm. it's more of um but it may come up in conversation if there's any barriers there as to why they're not taking vacation then that could be something we could work on yeah So I don't want anxiety to get in the way of them going on vacation or enjoying themselves if that's what the plan already is, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that gets to a different point too, which is, uh, you know, having, have you had people who've taken time off of work due to stress or, you know, not not necessarily vacation time, but I need to take a leave from, a leave of absence from my work because it's, Too much or there's too much going on in my life. And uh I just I need to uh regroup for you know purely for mental health purposes, maybe physical health as well. I know that I have. I mean that's that's yeah, yeah.
1: Happens uh frequently, I would say when like it's not uncommon. We um when we had the wellness center, we had an RMT registered massage therapist. We had a few of those. Uh, often the RMTs would take. Extended time off, like one month chunks, potentially huh. a few times a year. I mean, well, I, I would assume it's a, obviously a very physically demanding job to be a massage therapist. Uh, no. But the, this one therapist had mentioned to me um, that it takes him almost two weeks to even feel like he's then able to enjoy the vacation
0: or okay. the time off.
1: So it, it almost takes. Yeah. 10 days to two weeks for him to kind of reset.
0: Holy cow. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of burnout or, you know, a lot of, a a lot of of recuperation after, I guess a, a tremendous amount of output sounds
1: like. Yes. Yeah. So I think when there's a leave of absence, when I get a client who says they're on a medical leave of absence, and they're going to be off for two weeks. In my head, I never believe them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes. You know, you'll attend the doctor's appointment next week. And, but um, I would say often, if someone goes on a medical leave, you're looking at like two or three months before they're going back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of it The after two weeks, I think you're getting to ground zero, where then you can start doing the work that you need to do for stress management or re-engagement of life or uh, like treatment and replenishment to get you back to being able to go to work. But I think the first few weeks, you're just trying to get to ground zero. Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. which is an interesting topic in itself, because sometimes um, taking a leave from work can can sometimes backfire a bit because it's too much downtime and unstructured time. which is a whole other topic there
1: or leads to avoidance because you're not dealing with the stress. And then it seems more stressful to go back. Like there's a,
3: or
2: there's going to be like a hundred emails waiting
1: for you when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. So not returning becomes like a safety behavior to the stress, to avoid the stress.
3: One thing I've realized for sure is clients who take a medical leave. It's definitely not a vacation in their minds. No. Uh, They have time off. And even if they try to maybe go have the novelty and, and maybe travel a little bit, is a different mentality
1: completely different yeah it's often quite yeah um moby Mm -hmm. i don't know uh, i think it's kind of often sluggish it's not a joyous time
3: the context is very different yes which is interesting i have a client recently who is taking a leave a small leave absence and uh he, he mentioned like he has some property up um and up north and uh he's gonna go up there and just unwind and do some work on some projects and but he said uh he's not gonna take his boat up there he's not gonna take his motorcycle it's not a vacation it's a mental health break is what the way he framed it nice so he said every day he's gonna try to map it out so he's gonna do um yeah a bit of work projects because that gives him a sense of achievement and helps him get ground in the moment he's gonna do some writing thanks to write poetry he's gonna do, mm-hmm. uh, connect with some people up there he's gonna sit by the lake some meditation so he had a bunch of ideas in terms of what he was going to do but it's going to be very intentional um versus just um staying away from alcohol and everything else Hmm. so almost like his
1: own little wellness retreat
3: yeah i thought that was kind of interesting he says not going to be a vacation it's going to be mental health break even though he's up at his property and whatnot recreational area
0: yeah that sounds good for him you know he's really Going with, the, with with a good intention there, it sounds like. Yeah. Nice. I've joked with some friends before saying that I think when we take vacations, maybe we should take vacations that are miserable so that when we come back to the rest of our life, it feels great mm-hmm. by comparison. Yeah. Because a lot of times people take these great vacations and then they kind of go, oh, I don't want to have to go back to work or I don't want have to go back to my day-to-day life. Is their vacations or this escape that are so so wonderful and freeing that they uh, that their regular life seems horrible by comparison? Yeah. Or um, ultimately it, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Joe.
2: Oh, and I was just going to say in a different way, though, Ryan. I think I've also heard from people they're happy to be home, yeah. like at the end of a vacation. Like whether depending on the type of vacation it was, you know, and maybe what their needs were on the vacation. You've also heard, okay, it's just whether there's a lot of money spent or there's a lot of eating out or just looking forward to being back into routine, or there's no place like home, like Vancouver or just the comforts of home. So I feel like there's a good spectrum there. True. I think there's a lot of factors that go into, you know, what that response is or
3: what's going on. Yeah. Or you, or you hear, I need a vacation from my vacation. Yeah. So, so exhausting yeah. towering. So maybe next time they're going to have to tweak things a bit.
1: Coming home a few days early. So you still have the,
3: Few days at home.
1: That too. Yeah. Now, another
3: fellow, he's going on an Alaskan cruise with his wife, and currently they're not communicating very effectively. Yeah. So he's very curious to see how it's going to go. But they are kind of busybodies. So now they're going to have seven days together, just the two of them. So it may actually lead to some pretty serious conversations or coming back and trying to hash it
0: out, right? I've noticed um, that. The- that my uh, vacation habits have have changed a bit in, in in my life, where I used to I used to be a big planner, and I still like to to plan a little bit for my vacations, but I also like to just kind of go with the flow a bit more than I used to. I'm not a big itinerary uh, traveler. Uh, I have some general ideas, but nothing like too set in stone. And I also like to I know that. I know myself well enough to know that the first few days, kind of like like Brooke was saying, it takes a few days to wind down. So I actually like to to have my the most activity at the beginning of a trip because I'm kind of that's the way my energy is gonna go. Like I have, I have a lot of energy, I want to see a lot of things. Okay, I'll do a lot of that stuff at the beginning and then taper it off as the as the vacation goes on so that I'm more relaxed and have fewer things to do the longer vacation goes. And and I also know that as soon as i get home like as soon as i set foot in front of in the in the front door i'm getting my dirty clothes out of my luggage and putting it in the laundry and like putting stuff away immediately because i just want to be able to relax i don't i'm not a guy who likes to have his suitcases out for two or three weeks after a vacation i just want to get it like settled so i can just be done in a way you know
1: yeah i'm with you yeah
0: you like that too
1: I do yeah just and the clean I'm sure a lot of people have this where you feel like you need to clean before the vacation yes really really You're well so so that to that when you come clean home house. it's already clean but it's like ridiculous things that don't need to be done in that moment like you could just do your normal cleaning routine but in my mind I'm like we should really wash the windows before we go and like <laughs> scrub the baseboards and you know paint that little thing that we've been forgetting to do forever and
0: wow you know,
1: yeah i have these urges to do these big tasks that don't end up getting done like just do the normal dusting and vacuuming and making sure everything's good
0: well you're you're giving a gift to future brook right exactly <laughs> you want future brook to come home to this perfect home and that's that's a nice thing to think of yeah, yeah.
3: You're saying Ryan too. The um, you have certain preferences in terms of how you like to travel. Now those are shifted, right? Yeah. Have you ever gone on a trip with someone who has different preferences than you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're able to navigate through it, okay? Or does it ever lead to
0: some frustration uh, or tense moments? You know i i haven't had I haven't had horror stories, and I know that a lot of people do have horror stories. And yeah, usually I, I guess I just choose travel companions that that who I already mesh with fairly well. And maybe we talk about a few things beforehand, but like, like the whole, are you a planner or kind of a go with the flow thing? That's, that's a big deal with people, I think. And, and uh, it's nice to know that beforehand, like what, what are your expectations of this trip? Right. What are you, um, what do you like to do on vacation? Um, So I've had, you know, some, some hiccups in there, but, uh, for the most part, I've been pretty fortunate that it's, it's gone pretty smoothly. And, and like I said before, I also, there, there've been many times in my life when I've taken uh solo vacations and I, I, I don't have any problem with that at all. I know that that's, again, I am as a male, I feel safe enough to do that and, and, and all of that. But, uh, uh, so I don't, I don't have any problem with that. I think it's, it's kind of fun. I, I, kind of enjoy enjoy my company and seeing what uh who i'm gonna meet along the way
3: yeah you have to appease all the voices in your head
0: yeah they all they all get along fairly well most of the time (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's kind of fun yeah yeah i'm actually kind of curious
3: what's everyone's preferences in terms of ideal trip these days
0: hmm Hmm. Hmm. I've got I mean I guess it goes on a lot of different different levels I'm I've been I've been to a lot of places that are warm and tropical and uh I think I'm I think I've seen enough of those I think I like I like mountains more kind of growing up in the mountains so I think I would be more of a nature forests uh as a as a backdrop and uh and I've, I've got this little quest with my with my boys we have this this idea that we want them to see all 50 states uh at some point so want them to go and see every one of the states if, if possible um so we've got a, a, a checklist so uh i'm gonna try to see on some of our, our vacations, what uh, which which states they haven't been to yet? So, what are you up to That's now? Cool. I'm up to uh, I'm up to forty one, but they're uh, all are in in the mid twenties or so. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty. We've got lot to go. lot
2: to go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, vacation for me right now would probably be. I don't know. Just exploring around something outdoorsy, like something like Iceland and rent a camper van and just drive around and see beautiful things. Yeah. That's kind of exploring. Yeah, just a lot of nature stuff. Probably same with Ryan. Yeah. I'm not, not too much feeling like a all-inclusive and drinking on the beach right now. I think it'd just be more of an exploring, checking things out. Not like busy, but
1: nature focused.
0: Yeah. Good.
1: How how about you two? Yeah, I think that it's a tough one to answer because we're just in St. John's, Newfoundland, um, and doing a vacay. So I feel like in this exact moment, I'm I feel pretty satisfied. You know. Um, So I think in this moment, it would just be some time away from work and low-key things and kind of more go with the flow and yeah getting some of those checklist items or off off the list or being out in nature and um, but still connecting with people socially like just a really well-balanced kind of time um, for me right now definitely not like Vegas Vegas would be on the, or like that level of stimulation. Like if somebody was like, you want to go to Bali? Do you want to go to Vegas? Do you want to? They're like, no, no, I do not. I do not want to do that. Hmm. Uh, and probably not a big city like to go to New York right now. Wouldn't want to do it.
3: It's funny that you put Bali in Las Vegas in the same category. I know. Yeah. What's going on in Bali these days?
1: I don't know. I feel like a lot of people go there and then they like,
3: Oh, it's so all the Instagrammers with their flashes.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: disorienting i just yeah. feel like
1: a lot of people travel certain places there's like very touristy places and i i wouldn't want to go to a very touristy place yeah i guess sure. interesting
2: cuz i thought about more of a big trip when you asked this question but i'd be happy for like one night on a weekend like in a cottage by the sea type thing you know just like a one night to go somewhere and just sit yeah. the you know like sit totally. on the deck watch the ocean Maybe have a person or two with me. Yeah. Go for a hike. Yeah. Right. That's That's kind of what I was thinking. One night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, let's go to Souk. Like, that's um, where it's kind of at for me.
0: What's Souk? Where's Souk? What's that like?
1: Um, That is on Vancouver Island. So it's not too far from here. You have to drive maybe 45 minutes to go to the ferry, and then it's an hour. In a bit ferry hour and 20 minutes it's a boat just under i think it's like an hour 45 oh Sorry, short Bay, short and then mm-hmm. an hour and 10 minute drive from the ferry um but yeah small town lots of like hikes down to different beaches and part of the one urgency Trail. there i don't know yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm of, uh, I'm of two minds. I think Joanna kind of touched on a similar theme there. I um, love just to go to be close to the ocean, whatever ocean or place that would be. I also like the novelty and check out new communities and
2: yeah.
3: and uh, that experience. So natural beauty that I, I do like. Um, yeah, just going somewhere new and, and just checking out a local um, scene. So that could be... Um, you know, whatever the cafes or the pubs yeah. or a lot of music opportunities or fairs. It's great. Um, art uh, galleries just kind of yeah. go with the flow that way.
0: It's great. It's so, great. Yeah. Uh, I was flipping through some, some stuff this last weekend and saw that Time Magazine listed their 30 most interesting places in the world. And tofino was one of those really yeah, yeah. tofino which we'll is another get this up there it's another spot on vancouver island right
1: yep little it takes a little bit longer to get there after the ferry it's like a four and a half hour drive
0: yeah. oh boy okay
1: oh yeah it depends what ferry you go to as well
3: Uh yeah tofino is a really cool place it's um they yeah, have very expansive beaches and windblown trees and
1: small town yeah
3: very unique for Vancouver Island. I think actually very unique for just the West coast of North America. Um, But
0: yeah, super cool place.
3: Becoming very popular though. Um,
0: Well, now that time magazine, uh, you know, (laughs) it's going to be a little more crowded. Who knows? Most likely. Yeah. Who knows? Yes. Okay. So it sounds like we're kind of, uh, Pro, pro vacation, as far as mental health is concerned, right? With a few caveats, could be stressful. Consider the, uh, the company and the needs that people have. Um,
2: the resources.
0: The resources, of course, that people have. Addressing
3: the anxiety.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think there's a lot of components there that are worth delving into. But overall, though, I think it's probably a good thing whatever that vacation
0: looks like right absolutely it sounds sounds like it's uh sounds like we're in favor pro vacation okay chris did we did we tackle your topic adequately we did yeah i think we um
3: looked at it from all different angles okay including the question itself
0: yes well you know what about Bob, everybody? Streaming on a service near you <laughs> for, for a great example of a, of a stressful vacation, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of ethical concerns with uh, that movie. Yes, therapists love, love that movie. Um, we have a book club, everybody. In two weeks or two sessions from now, whatever that will be, we're going to be talking about the book, Good Morning Monster. And uh, Chris and I have read it, Joe and Brooke are in process, and uh, I'll, I'll give you the warning, it's, it's pretty intense, but uh, really insightful, very deep and rich, if you're interested in kind of uh, human nature and how people deal with and, and process trauma, frankly. Uh, but... Good book. I'm sure it'll be a good discussion when we talk about it. Good morning, monster. So All right. we'll, uh, yes, so read that, run out to your bookstore and grab that book. And I guess that's it for us tonight, right? That's it. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, so we'll just sign off and like and subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Podbean, wherever else we are.
1: Stitcher YouTube.
0: Stitcher YouTube. Oh, you got it. Yes, YouTube. We're oh. out right here after the I've a, done this in a while. I have my little key cards here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for tonight. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night.